Welcome to the Lush Hearts Blossoming Podcast. I know what it is to suffer. I know what it is to want more in your life. Let this podcast be a tool and a resource for you to create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Ashen Wolf. I am an extrasensory coach, completion process and parts work facilitator, and shaman. Let's get into today's episode. The human species is a tribe we are meant to be living in community and in tribe similar to apes herds of deer and packs of wolves we are not an independent species we survive developmentally through community most of us in our childhood experience experienced lack of needs being met, lack of love, lack of needs, lack of community, lack of understanding. The hardcore truth is that society puts pressure on mom and dad to be everything for a child. And the truth is that that is impossible. And two adults are actually incapable of meeting all of your needs. They have their own needs to meet, first of all, and they're already having the pressure of the independence of meeting all of those needs. And then on top of that, they need to meet another human being's needs who is completely developmentally dependent on them. Yeah, this doesn't work very well. Imagine if you have a wolf pack and one or two wolves is trying to survive on its own apart from the pack with a cub. Like let's say it got separated from the pack. It's not gonna be doing very well and we're gonna look at that and say that is not a survival strategy. But somehow in human society, we started looking at that and saying, this is what it's supposed to be like. We moved into our single family households and a lot of communities. We have different vibrational realities of the degree to which we're actually dependent on family or connected to family or allowing ourselves to rely on family. And I'm talking about larger extended family. Conflict at its core comes down to I had an unmet need and or something happened that violated my boundaries. The thing is that we wouldn't feel a sense of scarcity and lack and trigger around an unmet need or a boundary violation if we knew that we could protect our boundaries and ask our boundaries to be respected and if we knew that we could get all of our needs met outside of that person. A lot of people won't respect boundaries because they don't think that their needs can be met outside of a certain circumstance or person. So at the core, whether our boundaries are being respected or whether our needs are not being met, it all comes down to needs. We're not going to have a conflict if we know that we can rely on an entire community of people to meet our needs. We're not going to have people violating our boundaries if they can rely on an entire community of people to meet their needs. 
you can look back at your family experience as if your parents were dying wolves. It will make you feel better when it comes to how they weren't meeting your needs or how they were violating your boundaries or how they were making you feel. There was a pressure put onto them that they couldn't swallow, that they couldn't handle. And you can look at them in the wild as if they were a sick animal that just couldn't cope, that was trying to do their best to survive and just couldn't. They couldn't take care of their young. In the wild, if there's not enough food for the young, or if, and this is an actual story from National Geographic, if there's some kind of issue with the mother, another female wolf will come in and actually start breastfeeding. This happens in nature all the time. We are meant to take care of each other and we are stronger together. The bigger our community, the bigger our sense of belonging, the bigger our tribe, the more we can survive and meet all of our needs together, intertwined, interchangeably, interdependently. Each and every human being comes to this world with specific gifts and specific weaknesses. If you take a circuit, each circuit has its own job, its own task, and each piece fits together to make the circuit run properly. If one piece gets cut out, that circuit is not working anymore. That's how you can see a society is that we're meant to be working together. We're meant to be a larger circuit. We're meant to be taking care of each other. If we look at things like simple household tasks like cleaning and cooking and taking care of the kids, if I have a community of people that's helping me take care of my kids and I'm helping them take care of their kids, we actually all have a lot less time where we're taking care of kids and we have more time to be a human in other ways. If we're all sharing the responsibility of cleaning and cooking with a household, well, then one night I'm cooking for everybody and one night someone else is cooking for everybody and I might only spend one day a week cooking. If I know that I can ask for help when I need it or if I know that I need more hugs, I need someone to spend more quality time with me, I need someone to be in my emotions with me, I need somebody who will see me as strong. I need somebody who will build me up. I need someone who will be in my vulnerability and give me softness. We have all of these contrasting needs from our, from our need from mom and our need from dad, motherly and fatherly needs. And if we're looking at like, let's say a romantic partner to meet all of those needs, we're going to be screwed because they're not supposed to meet all of your needs. And they're probably an experience where they're not getting enough of their needs met. And so they're going to shink you on your needs and it's gonna to continue to be this vicious cycle. Whereas if we can start meeting more of our needs from other friends and other family and not just our romantic partners, and figuring out what needs our romantic partner needs us to meet for them and not just assuming what it is but actually really asking them this is what I think I'm doing for you does this actually fit with what your needs actually are if we can learn to actually ask for our needs to be met from not just one person but from 
a variety of people. And if we can attempt to start meeting a variety of people's needs and finding a deeper, wider bridge of community, we are never going to feel that need to fight, that need to have that conflict. Because at that point, conflict can be communicated and solved easily. The reason that conflict exists is because we don't think it can be solved so easily. The reason why we go into yelling and shaming and anger and my needs versus your needs is because we're in opposition with one another. If we can figure out how to accommodate our needs and their needs within community, within not just relying on one person to do it, it's no longer that one person's responsibility. There may be an incompatibility present within conflict where that person is literally not equipped to meet a specific need of yours. And so you have to reframe how that person can be in your life so that it works based on your incompatibilities. Sometimes it's not going to work and you have to go different ways. Sometimes you can create a new relationship like breaking up with someone but staying friends and checking on them and still seeing them as kind of a family member. The more that we understand and the more that we feel in to how that lack of need can be met, the less threatened we're going to feel in situations like this and the more empowered we're going to feel. If somebody's not meeting my needs and a trigger comes up, that trigger has a vital message for you. This need is not being met. This boundary was violated. How can I talk to that person so that they don't violate my boundaries again? Which could be figuring out what needs they have and how to meet them outside of me. How to help them or how to help them take responsibility for their own needs. Or how I can get my needs met outside of this one person, outside of this one situation, or maybe even how I can figure out how to communicate with them so that my needs are met by them, so it does work with them. We were not meant to be this isolated. We were not meant to be this, this species that is living the single family household that is afraid to create friends on the street. Have you ever noticed how little kids go up to people on the street and they're just like, hey, let's be friends. But as an adult, that's shameful. This year, I approached people in nature and I was like, hey, and I just started talking to them and we became friends. And she was like, who does that anymore? That's so awesome. We need to know that we as a humanity are a larger species. And unless you feel unsafe and unless there's an incompatibility, you can find a way to connect with every human being on a specific level or on the level that works for you and works for them. You can create an openness to expand your community and be more connected to people and ask for help from a larger variety of people and move through the shame that you may have around asking for those things 
or opening up and expanding your community, the more friends and family and larger communities that we can be a part of will fill our hearts, help us feel connected and meet our needs. We can ask ourselves, where can I go to to find people to meet these needs for me? For example, maybe my partner doesn't really like to play. Well, maybe I can join a baseball team. Maybe that's how I can get my need met for play. If you can start learning how to meet your needs and learning what resources are available to you through community and through outside resources, you're going to feel less scarcity and less lack in your relationships and you're going to be able to build healthy relationships with people where you're communicating more freely. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to blushheartsblossoming.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please follow us for more content. And also feel free to leave a review and write a comment to let me know how you felt about this.